Welcome to another episode of the Game Design Journal, the show where I speak about my favorite features from games, analyze them, and offer my perspective as both a designer and a player. Tutorials. Most games have them in one form or another. Some games uh, begin with a tutorial level, others have it as a choice, and a few games hide tutorials in menus and pop-ups that can uh, be intrusive and counterintuitive. There is not an objectively right or wrong way to introduce something new to a player, as that heavily relies on the subjective preferences of the individual and the content that has been introduced. However, I've noticed a few methods that tend to work better for me and I'd like to go over my personal preferences of how I believe tutorials can be introduced as smoothly as possible without interrupting your game flow. Depending on the genre you're making and your target audience, maybe it's not always necessary to go over expected controls such as character movement if you aren't doing something unique. As a player, I find it really fun trying to figure out the basic controls by myself and play around with it a bit when the game starts. I don't really like when there's forced tutorial sections for stuff that you usually encounter in games, but maybe that's just me. By all means though, simple indicators that are not intrusive are always welcome, but gone are the days where Games used to be niche and you had to teach players mechanics and control schemes that are now standard practices in different kinds of games. For example, if your control scheme follows the expected behavior of games similar to it, like let's say opening the menu with the start button, your players will easily figure that out by themselves without you needing to onboard them. Similarly, if you're making a third-person action RPG, like the Kingdom Hearts series or the Nier series, you probably don't have to tell your players that their character moves with the left stick, as that will be the first thing that they will try. Again, these are all dependent on the target audience and the game that you're making. In contrast, if you're making a more unique experience, where your controls are a bit more intricate, you should help the player understand how and why they work that way. I'm gonna give a random example from the top of my head. Let's say that you're making a top-down car slash racing game that instead of the joystick uses the shoulder buttons to turn the car around and it uses one of the face buttons to accelerate. I know this sounds really unconventional, but for the sake of this argument, we're going with this example. So in this situation, let's say that the reason that you can't use the sticks to turn the car or the trigger buttons to accelerate is because the sticks are used to navigate throughout the racing arena and the trigger buttons are used to control the arena. So basically, raise or maybe lower the terrain or maybe even place some objects on it, whatever works. So how I would approach this situation 
to basically get the player to understand how and why this works this way. I would start by slowly introducing each mechanic to the player and trying to make it seem like it's not a forced tutorial or at least blend it in as much as possible with the context of the game. The most important aspect in this situation is to first get the player to understand how they move their character, in this situation, the car. It's really important to always remember the fundamental design pillars for your game. In this situation, because it's a racing game and usually racing games are a bit more fast paced and you want to keep that fast pace, you don't want to take control away from the player. I would avoid using intrusive pop-ups and simply have the symbols of the buttons and their actions appear on the UI. By intrusive pop-ups, uh, I refer to pop-ups that basically pause the game, appear on your screen, have maybe texts and images on them, and require an input to close. In my opinion, uh, those kinds of tutorials should never be mandatory. I would also consider that the player's first instinct would be to move the left or right stick, since it's a top-down game, to control their car. So I would make sure that those inputs that basically manipulate the arena for now are disabled. Or if not disabled, it would be clear that it's just a pointer that moves around the arena and it has no use as of yet. Remember, the most important thing right now is to get the player to understand how to move the car. As soon as the player reads the UI, figures out how to move the car, then we can move on to introducing the next core mechanic, which is the terrain manipulation. This should ideally be addressed via the level design where a small puzzle or a small tutorial level, which I don't really like to brand it that way, at least not towards the player, because it's not really fun, basically create a small obstacle where the player needs to fully grasp the extent of the mechanic, the terrain manipulation, and use that to bypass the puzzle and move forward. While this may sound generic and boring, in situations when you're creating something that has never been done before, or even something that is not often seen, it's less likely to feel like a forced tutorial to the player, as they will be discovering something new. If you compare this to a tutorial on how to maybe shoot your gun in a first-person shooter, or how to change your equipment in an RPG, which most probably has been done many times before. I can say with confidence that more seasoned players of those genres don't really want to be forced to go through tutorials and levels and repeat stuff that they encounter frequently in other similar games and they already expect it to work that way. However, it is super important to always give your players the option to do that if they wish. I recently played through and finished Bayonetta 3, and I loved the way they handled their tutorials. Due to the fast pace of the game, 
they didn't want to force intrusive pop-ups. So every time you got a new set of weapons or a new demon, two stuff happened. On the left side of your screen, you could see the button prompts and what they do, allowing you to experiment and figure out the details for yourself. On the bottom right side of the screen, there was a prompt, the plus button or the start button, which if you pressed, it paused the game and it gave you more information using intrusive pop-ups. It basically combined the best of both worlds, letting players experience the onboarding process as they wished. For me, that's the ideal way to introduce something. Give veteran players the minimum information required to figure it out for themselves without interrupting the flow of the game. But also have a more detailed option for players who might be new to the genre or games in general. 